0: You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com.
1: We took it all. We
0: brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end, what will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2.
2: Play it now with Game Pass. Man, that sunset is gorgeous.
1: Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing
0: Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you.
2: I could stay here forever.
0: Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today.
3: Special guests and off topics in this segment, anything goes. You're listening to 3 p.m. This segment of 3 p.m. Hey, it's been a while. I'm DJ, I'm Sean, I'm Charlie. Damn it, you beat me. (laughs) Um, and our guest today is Ethan Powers. What's up, Ethan? (laughs) What's up, bro? (laughs) It's kind of crazy. Ethan is the first person to come on as a guest that none of us know. True, we do have a mutual friend, um, and it was actually Reed, which is Charlie's cousin. Wait, you guys um, are cousins? I thought you were just friends, unofficially. Uh, oh, okay. Uh, Wait, what? Uh, his mom and my mom are really close. I've known Reed since like he was months okay. or days old. So. Right. so both of your families, you know, were, yeah. were super close growing up. Yep. But yeah, this is the first person we've had on, so that we don't know. We're excited. <laughs> yeah. Um, what happened was we had Reed on, and then he kept listening to the episodes, and for some reason, DJ and I half the time end up talking about maine (laughs) uh we we've wanted to go there we wanted to travel there i don't know there's a weird attraction fetish from yeah (laughs) and uh so reed hit us up and was like you need to have ethan on so you're here i made it (laughs) i don't know you people but i i'm here (laughs) dude tell us about yourself tell us about whatever whatever yeah Maine. yourself yeah so uh what's going on right now (laughs) okay i'm uh
0: I'm Ginger. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, Accurate. Right. I was born and raised in Maine. I was born in Waterville, Maine. Grew up in Fairfield, Maine. Lived there my whole life until uh, I was 19. My wife's from Maine. I grew up with her. Uh, she was born in the same hospital I was like a month before me. Ooh. Oh, My mom's a Maina. Dad's from like Pittsburgh and like all over. But uh, he settled down with her in Maine. So my mom's a Maina and... My uh, mom's side of the family is all like uh, French Canadian, and they have those like crazy Maine accents and stuff like that. But yeah, they're all like w- wicked hicks, <laughs> like totally
3: totally Mainers. Bro, uh, we kind of talked about this when uh, we introduced you a couple episodes ago. Uh, yeah, but you're from Maine. Uh, yeah, DJ's from. Hawaii so like literally the opposite as far away as you can get in the country probably yeah exclude Alaska that doesn't really still it's still probably further but I he he was talking about you coming on and I was like is he pretty wicked and he was like "Uh, he's like is that a thing yeah I heard that episode (laughs) I heard that he's like what is that? Like, what's wicked?
0: Yeah, <laughs> wicked, <laughs> wicked, for you, those that don't know, it's an intensifier. It's like very. We don't use very. We just use wicked. Like, So you actually, like, people say it over there. Yeah, yeah. No one says very. We say wicked. So if we we have lobster, we're like, this is wicked good. <laughs> okay. I'm going to start saying dope. that, dude. Yeah.
3: Dope. I like that. It's wicked dope. <laughs> <laughs> I'm wicked excited for today. Yeah. Me cherry, cherry <laughs> I'm wicked stoked. <laughs> we say, in Hawaii, we say cherry for good. Like, that's pretty cherry. So oh. cherry, bro. look at this marriage of cultures. <laughs> <Wow. laughs> Cross continental. Dude, it's wicked cherry today. Let's do oh, this. Exactly. That's it's what I'm saying. <laughs>
0: <laughs> when a Maina goes to Hawaii for like vacation, it's wicked cherry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly.
3: <laughs> All right. So what was it like growing up in Maine? Like, what? It was cold. <laughs> <laughs> you, how, how many places have you lived? Uh, Like, my whole life? Yeah. So...
0: I lived in that same house in Fairfield, Maine until I was 19. Mm -hmm. Um, I went on my mission. I was a missionary in Thailand for two years. And that's how you met Reed. That's how I met Reed. We were in Chiang Rai, Thailand together, being missionaries. Nice. (laughs) Learning Thai, being white boys. (laughs) And then uh, I came home to America. I lived in Arizona for like a year. It was wicked hot. Didn't like it there. (laughs) It was so hot. Um, Oh, and that was like my first time eating Mexican food. Like seeing like... That's, that's non- legit white Mexican people. food. Yeah, because <laughs> Maine is like all white people. Like so white. I mean, there's a lot of like Penobscot Native Americans. But then other than that, it's just white people. And the black population in Maine is uh, 0.07%. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> so we had one black kid um, at my high school and he, he ran track. He was fast. <laughs> But yeah, there's just like there's like no <laughs> black people in Maine, so I moved to Arizona and there's like all these Mexicans and I had learned some Spanish and there's a lot of a lot of other cultures out there. I don't know.
3: Was that a little bit of a shock,
0: dude? Super shock, <laughs> dude. Arizona and Maine is a whole like whole another world, whole yeah. other countries. So different. Yeah, so different. And then when I got married, I was like, you know, I should probably get an education and get a job. So <laughs> so I moved up here to Utah to go to school because it's cheap here. I could have gone to school back east. Uh, I got into like UNH and Maine, but they're just like hella expensive. Nice. So not about that. Cool. Yeah.
3: Going back to Maine, I remember you, so Ethan sent us an email with a recording of some of his stories and talking about his upbringing. And you were talking about how your town in Maine is just like, in the sticks
0: yeah i'm out there
3: (laughs) yeah like describe that area like how do you get there how far is it (laughs) population
0: okay so in where do your parents live right now (laughs) (laughs) so in maine it's like most of the you know population is on the coast and then every now and then you got some random towns like out and well some cities too like out in the middle of nowhere so the further away from the coast the more out in the sticks you are so i'm like an hour away from the coast i think an hour 15 it's like the fastest I've ever gotten to the coast. <laughs> to the beach is an hour, and fifteen minutes. Um the biggest city in Portland, uh in Maine, yeah, is Portland. Its uh population is sixty six thousand. It's like half the size of Provo, Utah.
3: And <laughs> is it like how we like in a previous episode we just have like this vision of what Maine is like? Just the coastal town. Yeah. You
0: guys like does the mailman still come? <laughs>
3: <laughs> the milkman? I just see like the milkman. Yeah, yeah. The milk. Cable knit sweaters, <laughs> flannels, lots just
0: of flannels. Beautiful white people. Just all white people. Yeah. Snow like eight months of the year. There was days where we couldn't go to church on Sunday because like our church building was like under snow. Whoa. We'd like open the door to our house and just be like, there's like this wall, of, wall snow. of snow. Oh.
3: We're not going anywhere today.
0: <laughs> <That's> <laughs> Get out the so food wild. storage. Kevin, Kevin's
2: moving to Maine, guys. <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh, yeah, Kevin's, in the, Kevin's in the studio today, everyone. So it's a good episode. <laughs> yeah, live action audience. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sweet. Okay. So we weren't really far off with what Dude, we are not at all.
0: No. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, everyone's Hicks out there, they all listen to country <laughs> music, they drive big trucks so you don't get stuck in the snow. Smart.
3: Yeah. <laughs> you talked about like the Native Americans there. Do they have like their own is there like a reservation up there? There's quite a few, yeah. I didn't um, know that. You guys ever heard of Pet Cemetery? Yes. Yep. So,
0: like kind of where he based that book off. There was like north of University of Maine and there really is like a reservation north of the University of Maine where it's, that's like all swamp mm-hmm. where in the book is where he buried like his cat and it came back like evil and his his son also and I don't want to ruin the book. Spoiler! For yeah. <laughs> People that die get buried there but yeah that's actually like a real reservation up there
3: in uh, Orono, Maine. Whoa! Have you been there? Yeah I've been there. <laughs> so that's kind of a good uh, segue into who you're talking about is Stephen King. My boy. And so that's like My a man. huge reason why we reached out to Ethan because uh, it's safe to say you're a fan. Oh, yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah everyone in Maine's a fan.
3: <laughs> yeah. So he's kind of like a, a hometown hero there. Seriously?
0: Yeah. That's exactly what he's like. Uh, he doesn't live far from me. He lives uh, in Bangor, Maine. So just north of me. And um, he lives on like. West Broadway Avenue, forty forty house number forty seven. <laughs> we all know where he lives. It's it's public because everybody can like go over to his house and like take pictures in front of his house. And it's got like gargoyles and oh, cool dang. stuff. Yeah, it's like super creepy too. It's got like a cool gate with like arches on it and stuff. Nice. So a lot of like fans will go to his house and just take pictures in front of it and post it on Instagram and stuff like that. That's sick, dude. <laughs> um, I met him like four times growing up, like as a child in Maine. He came to like my elementary school to promote reading and writing to us little third graders. <laughs> <laughs> I saw him at a book signing at Barnes and Noble. Um, I saw him at the public library promoting like one of his books he published, and he did like a book signing there too. And the last time I saw him was at the gas station. Well yeah, oh, usually nice. in my hometown is filling up <laughs> getting some gas at like Circle K. <laughs> and we were all inside and everyone's like, dude, that's Stephen King. Like, no way. <laughs> that's wild. We're all just dude. like watching him from
3: inside. Yeah. <laughs> Holding your slim gym. <laughs> <laughs> Sick. That's crazy. Yeah. Have you ever had a, like a conversation with him?
0: Um besides like, hey big fans, find my book. Yeah, Can, yeah, yeah. Big fan. Yeah. Kind of that's it. Nice. <laughs>
3: but he was a nice dude
0: yeah he's a nice dude pretty cordial yeah in person super nice quiet he's like 72 now he's getting mm. old he yeah. was just in like the uh, he does like a the cameos for all of his movies so he's in it mm-hmm. chapter two he's like the uh pawn shop owner oh yeah. right yeah so uh, as soon yeah. as i saw him like in the movies like dude that's stephen king yeah. like some old man at the desk <laughs> hey, he's getting old yeah. he is
3: getting old <laughs> like uh having all that inside of your head ages you i think all that horror <laughs> and scariness oh yeah Right, you guys want to hear some fun facts about Maine?
2: Dude, ooh, let's go.
0: All right. So, uh, 99% of blueberries in the USA <laughs> came from Maine. There's, Dude, shout out blueberries. Nice. Blueberries. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's a big hill in Maine called Blueberry Hill. My family used to go there a lot to pick blueberries and bring them home. My mom can cook like anything, too. She make a blueberry pie and then make jam out of blueberries. Um, and then <laughs> 95% of toothpicks in the USA came from Maine. Big like lumber industry there. (laughs) My uh my grandpa is a lumberjack. Like he was a lumberjack. He's a Maine logger for like thirty years. That's dope. Yeah, just go up like way up north, like way past where I live. Just like four hours north. There's no like people living up in northern Maine. It's just like lumber, just forest. Yeah. (laughs) I think ninety. I think I saw that ninety percent of Maine is forest. And yeah, he's just a logger. That's (laughs) wild. Lot of wood up there. <laughs> <laughs> uh ninety percent of lobster in USA is from Maine. Yeah. Okay. Believe it or not. Okay. <laughs> I believe that lobster. probably came from Maine. No way. <laughs> and it's cheaper to eat in Maine too. Eat oh. lobster in Maine. I think Sick. October is like lobster season. That's when it's cheapest. Like you can get lobster for like eight bucks a pound.
3: Uh, out here it's like twenty-five bucks a pound. I'm going to go full bro science real quick. <laughs> bro science. But did you know that lobster used to be a meal considered they would feed it to inmates as a punishment? The poor man's chicken. That's right. It I was really low class. The lobster is a cousin of the cockroach. They're in the same family. So like arthropods. How did so it go from knows. being poor man's food to hello rich man food? PR, I'm sure. Marketing. Just, yeah, just over time, I guess. <laughs> Some salty dude in Maine was like, I've had enough. Like, lobster's good. Yeah. I promise. <laughs> and then, then we realized like we're the only state the world. that has it, that has like that good stuff. <laughs> I'm like, wait, we can like- Got to capitalize on yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> Capitalism, bro. When you go to like another state and eat chowder or lobster, are you like, oh man, this is not this is not like home. <laughs> um Sometimes depends hey. on the place. I had Red Lobster like recently, and I was pretty happy. I think because mm-hmm. I've been in Utah for so long. You had Red Lobster, or you went to the establishment Red Lobster? I went
0: to the restaurant Red Lobster, <laughs> and I ate some Red Lobster. <laughs> and did it stack up? Huh? Did it? Was it all right? No. Yeah, it was good. It was what? good. We had mussels with it too. <laughs> I had some mussels. So good. Yeah, it's been a minute since I had lobster. I go back like yearly, and I. It's just like what I live off when I'm there. Nice. Yeah.
3: Are there any restaurants you'd recommend to anybody visiting? Um,
0: Maine? I think it's called Reds, Reds Eats. It's Red's in Eats. uh, I forget where it is, where it's at. I think it's near Freeport in Maine, but yeah, Reds Eats, you can Google it. It's like the most famous like It's not even like a restaurant, it's a stand. It's like a no. lobster stand, like right next to the ocean. We'll go. But That's it's like, what's up. Yeah. It's what do you get like there? Food Network. What did okay. I get there? Lobster yeah. rolls. Okay. <laughs> I get lobster rolls, and fried lobster, surprise, and uh, fried shrimp, deep fried shrimp. So good though. Dope. Dope. Cool. What else you got on the list? Uh, oh yeah. Uh, the main accent. It's kind of like. <laughs> well, I don't need to talk about the accent. You guys will hear it as I talk, but you kinda drop the R's, you probably notice that. Mm. The main ones would be like, I don't know, you go to the barber shop, um, we wear car You're wearing car right now. Charlie. I'm wearing car Charlie's yeah. wearing car Yeah. My smart phone. smartphone. Smartphone. <laughs> See he's got it down. He's got it down already. He's in car. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Bro, everyone's always makes fun of me whenever I ask for my khakis. Yeah. Like, Where are my khakis? And he's like, You're wearing them, bro. That's hilarious. <laughs> You know, the other day in uh, physics class at school, uh, they found out I was from Maine. They're like, how do you talk dirty? <laughs> and they were just like, how to <laughs> take take off your khakis.
3: <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> I
0: was like, they, they nailed it, though. They were. I had to give them that. They were right. That's, That's exactly pretty how funny. Because <laughs>
3: either way, if it's hotter or harder, it's like both is applicable. Well, when level. I say
0: those, people get in the mix-up anyway. like, man, it's friggin' hot out today. <laughs> like it's hard yeah. like, no it's it's hot that's what i meant it's hot and that's like, funny yeah <laughs> does your hard. does
3: your accent dull have you noticed yeah 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 sean does the same thing we're like where's well, sean from
2: well i'm from everywhere but i live down in kentucky for a little bit so whenever i talk to them i just start He gets around. out my southern draw again
3: when he gets around those kentuckians bro <laughs>
2: kentucky's
0: south of the dixie borderline right I don't know, dude. I think it might be. It's at, considered the South, though, right? Yeah, it is yeah, considered the okay. South.
2: They consider themselves the South. Okay. <laughs> well, they are the South.
0: Do you know Danville, Kentucky? Uh-uh. My dad went to high school there. Oh, cool. He was in Kentucky for a while. Oh, <laughs> nice. <Yeah>. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Kentucky. Yeah, I've never been to, like, the deep South, though. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm like, scared to go to the South.
3: Uh, for good reason. for well, g- <laughs> I mean, yeah.
0: <laughs> no, I had some Georgians move in next door to me up in Fairfield, Maine, and I could not understand them. <laughs> they were like, I'm going to the basketball. <laughs> Something about basketball. And I kid you not, the kid that was my age, his mom was his sister. Shut <laughs> up. No, I kid you not. <laughs> <laughs> like his brother was like missing an arm. Like he was just born with an arm and <laughs> had like <laughs> a deformed <laughs> face. Dude, they scared me of the South now. <laughs> Bro. Oh. That's an X Files episode. episode Those hills yeah. have eyes. <laughs> <laughs> like, I love watching, like, Bama versus LSU, like, college football, but. R- roll Tide. <laughs> I, roll Tide. I will never go down. I'm, like, scared to go down there. So, I'm 100% scared. his sister was his mom. Dude, 100%. Yeah. Oh, that's
3: my God. Yeah. My brother
0: confirmed it. Like, he, like, knew them pretty well. Oh, oh my, my God. Yeah. <laughs> so weird. There are some normal people down there.
2: If you ever go, I'll be the tour guide because I'll understand thank, what they're saying,
3: you. yeah <laughs> nice, sweet, that's hilarious. well, it's not <laughs> hilarious, but it is what it is so that's what I'll say <laughs> that's what I'll say about that so
0: um, the weather in Maine is pretty brutal Uh like the winters are so bad. I like the winters here in uh Utah. I just wish it snow more. Like, there's no snow on the ground right now, but
3: especially this winter. There's last been, like, winter no was way snow. better.
0: I think it snowed like yesterday and it's like it's still it's not even on the ground. It's, it's all water. It's yeah. melted over. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it yeah. sucks. In Maine, it's probably like six feet high right now. <laughs> and that's why I love going snowshoeing in Maine. Cause like you'll be like walking among like treetops. Oh, that's dope. Yeah, it's so dope. It can go anywhere. Like you can't drive through the forest. You can literally <laughs> just walk around it. <laughs> it's so much fun. Snowmobiling's fun too, especially on like fresh powder. That'd be sick. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, winter usually it starts snowing. Sometimes October, November. Like I had football games where just like they had to plow the football field <laughs> back in high school before the games. Um, but yeah, I can. Usually it starts like pounding us in like December. Nice. Oh, dear. and we'll have, we'll have like a bunch of snow all the way till May. Which wow. sucks. Yeah. Wow. Um, so we have like that's hardcore. Four dude. or
2: five months of not snow.
0: Yeah, and it'll, and it's not just like <laughs> seriously. <laughs> and during the winter, it'll be like freezing the whole time like it's just like normal to like be below zero yeah and so we always wear like our long johns and like wool wool socks and our hearts. When, when's like the best time to go visit best time to visit Maine? yeah are you into like snowmobiling? or i mean snowboarding or are you like summer i would like to go like i'm trying hiking to out in the woods and stuff oh yeah you want to go to acadia yeah yeah um july july okay. are you
2: are you okay with the humidity uh, yeah, I mean, we had humidity in Ohio okay. and New York. And Maybe
0: August because like June, July or like the rain season. Okay. I remember like summer of 2008, it rained for 20 days straight. <laughs> okay. There's nothing but like playing Uno indoors <laughs> for like 20 days. Just ruining <laughs> friendships for 20
3: days? <laughs> skip, skip, draw <laughs> eight, Reverse. draw eight. Reverse. <laughs> go to hell, go to hell.
0: <laughs> yeah, dude. Just like getting my butt kicked by my brothers for 20 days straight, <laughs> playing some like PlayStation 1. Yeah, that's a, that's what <laughs> that's that the memories that come back. <laughs> <laughs> that's me. SSX Turkey. Okay. Okay. IRL. Um once it like does thaw and melt all the snow, uh we don't call it spring, we call it mud season because <laughs> it's literally just like mud and it floods everyone's basements and then like the whole earth is just like muddy for like months.
3: It floods basements with mud uh water too. Okay, yeah. Mud. <laughs> <laughs> your basement is
0: just a sinkhole of mud. Oh, <laughs> oh. gosh. Oh so, yeah, everyone's everybody's basements flood.
3: It's common. Ask any mana. That's what. You'd think they'd stop making basements maybe. <laughs> Dude, in California there's like no basements. So when I moved to same in Arizona, like they don't do basements, yeah. Yeah, yeah I know same it's as in Arizona. Yeah. Yeah. No, no basements. basements. Interesting. Huh. Does it, floods? <laughs> it doesn't <laughs> flood. Either. It's just not a thing there. Where do you hide dead bodies? <laughs> Uh, in the ocean. In the ocean. No. <laughs> Until they wash up. Again. In the shark. <laughs> and feed them to
0: the Numa Numa Pua, uh, uh, yep. Whatever that pig <laughs> fish is called. Exactly. Um, so no, after Hawaiians mud, okay. no. no, Hawaiians eat them. Sorry. Okay. Hawaiians eat them. After uh, the mud season, when it is summertime, it's like really, really green. Because, like I said, it's like 90% forest, a whole bunch of botany everywhere. Super green. Um, but it's like way humid. So it'll be like. We never get into the 90s. Like, we get into the 90s sometimes in the summertime, like maybe a few times. We'll get, like, 91 sometimes. I went this past summer for a buddy's wedding, and it was, like, 91. And you were shocked. <laughs> it happened to be in the 90s on an outdoor wedding. Oh, Surprise. gosh. But, yeah. Um, if it's not raining, then, yeah, it's going to be, like, in the 80s. It's usually, like, really cloudy. A lot of overcast will be, like, in the 70s. Mm. But it'll be 100% humidity, like, all throughout the summer. So you're just, like, drenched in sweat. Well, the whole time <laughs> you're just like a smelly, <laughs> like redneck. It's like Thailand, huh? It's like Thailand, yeah. yeah. Sounds lovely. It was <laughs> the Philippines, yeah. Yep. Sweaty rednecks, dude. They're Sweaty just like my favorite thing. Put away your flannels, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and then oh yeah, everybody loves the the autumn time there. Like people all over will come here or come there to uh, Maine for autumn just to see the foliage change colors. Do you guys It'll, hate those people? Nah. Well. Depends. If like, if you're in the industry, like, I have to put up with all these people. <laughs> or if, like, I remember going like apple picking one time. And it was like all these, like, all these like other people from like New York, Michigan. There, I'm, like, dude, save some apples for like the natives. Yeah, um, we yeah. grew here.
3: <laughs> I grew this, bro. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and fall lasts a long time there. Yeah, it's like, like the leaves are like here in Utah. It lasts one week. Yeah. Oh, yeah. All oh, the leaves are gone. They'll fall off.
0: Yeah, we have like they have like a foliage like scale like grid. There and they'll like post like, hey, this is like the zenith point of our foliage. Like now's the best time. It's like all orange, yellow, and yellow, uh, and bright green and stuff like that. And they'll tell you that's the best time to go out and hmm. go into like Acadia National Park or yeah. go to Dope. onto the mountains and the hills. It looks like the hills are on fire sometimes. It's so pretty. That's, that's wild. Day. That's cool.
3: Yeah, I want to see it. We'll do it. Did you grow up telling stories? or with urban legends <laughs> no
0: no i don't think it did i'll ask my mother <laughs> i i was a good story like writer in, in like elementary school okay yeah that's another thing i heard here like out west like california arizona utah they say elementary but everyone back east says elementary
3: elementary mm-hmm. school yeah
0: elementary school well dude I, they're making me feel stupid now because i'm i the only one that says it that way <laughs> I'm like, and I'm pretty sure it's elementary, people. Yeah, we just called it homeschool. Yeah. <laughs> who was homeschooled here? Was your
3: teacher hot?
2: <laughs> we lived in Kentucky. Are you
3: bro. the one who moved to uh, next door? Yeah. <laughs> Sean's like, uh, don't you remember me when I moved in next door to you?
2: Yeah, this is getting weird now. <laughs> Thought he'd recognize me by now. <laughs> Were you Valley Victorian? No, but I was our pro football player.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Sean was definitely the coolest in his high school. Yeah, yeah. Out of my five brothers and sisters. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. That's so funny. So, But growing up, you didn't have like a lot of like story sharing or like... It sounded like you just had like a lot of experiences from what you shared.
0: Yeah, I mean, coming out here to Utah, I just could tell people like Maine is a different planet compared to this place. So I just like compare and contrast a lot of things. I'm like, dude, in Maine we do it this way, or, yeah, I think now I tell a lot of stories. Cool. <laughs> well,
3: let's get into it, dude. Yeah.
0: All right. Oh yeah. So, should I share that story about Stephen King's uh, <laughs> first witness? first death that you even witnessed yeah yeah so when Stephen King was like four years old he lived in like Portland Southwest Westbrook area and him and like his little like neighbor friend were out playing on the train tracks and they're both like four years old they're pretty young and um they're following the tracks until they're on a bridge that went over like a little a little almost a (laughs) creek in Utah they say creek but it's creek it goes over like a river We'll we'll call it that And they felt the tracks rumbling, and they saw a train was coming from the other side. So they turned around and just booked it to get off that bridge. And I guess little four-year-old Stephen King was fast, was faster, because he got off the bridge and turned around, and he he witnessed his four-year-old friend get plowed by a train. And a lot of people today think that uh, that was like you know one of the big influences on why he's like the way he is, the way he is, (laughs) and why he. He has demons in his brain and he's able to like write scary movies and write scary books.
3: Yeah, that's wild. It definitely I mean you don't like come out of that not affected, so Oh yeah, yeah. I guess
0: like he uh he went home and like like was not responding to his parents, was just in shock <laughs> until like found out like what he what had happened.
3: Yikes. Has anyone here seen anyone die? Yeah. Besides me? Any, any I've never watched somebody die. I've seen dead bodies, but that's like. Is that a too viewing dark at a funeral, but.
0: Is that oh. too dark? What a dark we'll
3: question, forever. bro. <laughs> <laughs> nah. Kevin, do you want to talk about it or no?
0: Uh, yeah, I was just holding
2: my grandma's hand when she died.
3: Oh, okay. That's sweet. That's okay. But not hit by a trainer. Yeah, no. <sighs>
0: anyway. We'll get to a uh, mine. Okay. It's, it's on the list. We'll oh, yes. get there. Um, but yeah, so uh, I'm kind of glad that happened, Stephen King, because now he writes great books. Yeah. <laughs> and that, that, that was the influence for the movie content. Stand By Me. <laughs> Silver lining. <laughs> so if anyone's ever seen uh, Stand By Me, where there's that scene where they're on the train tracks and the train comes. I think that's where the influence came from. It has po- to be. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. Yeah.
3: That's what I'm thinking. But in the Stand By Me version, no one gets it's true the train. no one gets
0: plowed by this train <laughs> yeah in, in the movie <laughs> no spoiler that movie came out in like the 80s yeah you yeah.
3: hadn't
2: seen it that's yeah. your own that's damn your fault, fault. Yeah. <laughs> yeah what's
0: the rule on like spoilers it's like 23 years right? <laughs> i didn't know there was a number i think south park said it was 23 years. oh then we're good <laughs> they're, okay they're yeah, God, so. good. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah let's jump right into like a personal story well this one's my my dad told me this story i was a little kid when this happened but uh my dad was working at an insane asylum in Maine in the 90s, the late 90s. And he was like a patient care tech, or I think he's like a med tech. So he take care of these uh, schizophrenic, insane people. And it's funny, the insane asylum that he worked at now uh, is abandoned. And so it's like this empty hospital with like plants growing all over it. And it's just like creepy and abandoned. The parking lot's got like grass growing in it between the cracks. And it's super creepy looking. I looked it up on Google Images the other day. <laughs> it looks like uh, I don't know something you'd seen like a Stephen King movie. <laughs> 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 um, have you guys ever seen uh, that Natalie Portman, Natalie Portman movie, uh, Annihilation? Yeah. Like, yeah. Ground Zero, yeah. like everything's like mm-hmm. growing plants on it. So it looks like now. Whoa. But um, he was telling me one night he worked the graveyard shift, and um, he went into a patient's room because he could hear like. He was making noise in there. And I guess he's going in to like give some med rounds, give him some medicine. And he went in. The lights were all off. And as he opened the door, like it shone light on the guy. And he's like sitting there on the ground, covered in fecal matter. It's like covered in his own crap. And he had a knife. He doesn't know where he got a a knife. I don't know if it was a butter knife or a katana, but he had a knife. <laughs> <laughs> and he was just like carving into the ground, oh. just like repeating something. Probably I smell like crap or something like that. I don't know what, <laughs> I don't know what he's saying. But he's just like just carving into like the tiles, making this like that annoying like screechy noise, like fingernails on chalkboards. Yep. Ugh. And my uh. dad's like, "What the frick is this?" And uh, he said it took like a few nurses, him, and security to get this poop covered guy in the shower and get a knife away from him. They didn't want to touch him, you know, but they didn't want him yeah, to have yeah, a knife. Yeah. Yeah. He said it was just, like super creepy. Jeez. He said like it gave him nightmares after that. Uh, he's going to open the door and there's going to be a a
3: guy with a knife in the darkness. Uh, We have a buddy who works in the jail here in Utah and they have a name for guys like that. They call him (laughs) Pucasos because usually he's in charge of intaking people. Yeah. So he gets them straight uh, yeah. from the street oh, man. when the drugs are still in their system. Uh, yeah. And he says like way more often than should ever happen is homeboys just start writing on the walls in their in their fecal matter. What? So they're like, Oh, we got another Picasso and like so so hate <laughs> like, so, hey. so that's a thing. So, man. Yeah. Okay. He also said, uh, anything you could imagine up a dude's butt, um, he's had to Oh my help take Pull out and out. process Yeah. yeah. So oh, Lord glamorous life that is. <laughs> yeah, never will I ever work out a jail. <laughs> Did you know quick sidetrack? They have a, like a restaurant at the jail. Bro, I heard. And the inmates the inmates cook <laughs> for you. I don't and know. I heard I've heard from multiple people that the food tastes good. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so laughing in the distance. So I could go up to the jail right now for a meal, like as a date
3: night. I, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. No.
0: Dave, you want to go up to, you know, the jail?
3: My girlfriend wants to so bad go for a date, like a double date. She's been planning with someone else. Do you like, know what it's called? You want? I don't know. Correctional facility. <laughs> I don't know what it's. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what the hours Let's are or the to Yelp, Yelp ratings. Yeah. <laughs> It's called like the shiv. <laughs> <laughs> the chum bucket. <laughs> That's so funny. Anyway.
0: I'm going to try that now that you mentioned that. Kay. I'm going to look into that. <laughs> you let me know. <laughs> All right, I'll let you know, bro. <laughs> um, oh, yeah. Another story oh. he had from working in the insane asylum was uh, he went into like another patient's room to like give meds, do whatever. And he opens the door and is, same thing. It's a uh, all black rooms, just dark, and their lights are off. And he walks in to like check on the patient, and he's not in there. And I'll know where is. He just jumps on him. Like I guess he's up on a table from the corner and just like tackle him, and starts
3: like wailing on my dad, <laughs> and just like start attacking. My dad like
0: starts yelling, and a bunch of nurses come
3: in. It's funny because this is the, probably the most traumatic moments in your dad's life, and you're just laughing. Yeah, I'm
0: like, <laughs> my dad got beat up.
3: <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to make it creepy that. Yeah. <laughs> he
0: told it. I don't know. I think I laughed when he told me the story. Actually, but. <laughs> <He's> savage. <laughs> but
3: continue. So a nurse. Yeah,
0: the security nurses had like pull him off, and they're like, all right "We need to drug up this guy. Like, what is up with him? Schizophrenic or something like that?" Yikes. <laughs> I'm yeah, so scared. That's I so much know.
3: power. If you see a dude like covered in crap with a knife, like, what do you do? Uh, quit, resign. Yeah. <laughs> that dude's like playing he, with like cheat codes. He's okay. Like you can't touch him. You can't like. <laughs> you know unlimited he, he life. He can have that knife. You <laughs> yeah, have <it>. yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
0: oh
1: man.
3: This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors, big and small. When we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. <sighs> I have benefited from therapy in a way that it's allowed me to feel a lot more light. Lightness in my heart, my head, my emotions. If that's something that you are needing, if that's something that's missing, uh, give therapy a try. Give BetterHelp a try. Uh, We want to hook you up um, by getting it off your chest. Uh, and it be a little lighter on the wallet uh, go ahead and visit betterhelp.com slash 3am and you can get 10% off your first month again that's betterhelp h-e-l-p.com slash 3am we took it all we brought
0: them to our land an endless night amber hot and icy cold the rage of the earth. We
1: made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs.
0: We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end, what will I become?
3: Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass.
0: Another story I have is about uh, my uh, their relatives. I'm going to change their names in the story, but these are relatives of mine. Uh... <laughs> This one's kinda of bad. But um we'll call them Dave and Thomas. Okay. Um and they were staying at my house. They were living at my house at the time. We shared a room. I remember like I was only like eleven or twelve, maybe thirteen. <laughs> I don't know, I was young. And they were they're both like way older than me, both like seven years older than me. And I remember Dave came up to the room, he's like he came up to Thomas, he's like, dude, are you ready for our adventure tonight? And he's like, Yeah, bro. They party. So I was like, can I come? Like, I want an adventure. This sounds sick. And um, they said I couldn't come. And I remember they just like walked out of the house. And from the window, I was kind of like watching them with teardrops coming down my cheeks. I watched (laughs) them leave. And I guess what happened was they went to a party. Um, They were doing drugs. (laughs) And Dave started like rubbing pills into his eyes. (sighs) But I didn't even know that you could get high that way. Yeah, so I guess like weed and alcohol wasn't good enough that night. (laughs) He's like, "No, I need to take an oxy to my eyeball." (laughs) Oxy (laughs) to my eyes. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) and he's just like rubbing it until his eyes get like beet red and really high. That retina rolling, dude. Yeah, retina (laughs) rolling. (laughs) He's wicked high by now, and uh, I guess Thomas told me was um, he was playing with like a knife and he's getting like violent with it, like in the middle of this party. He's just like messing around and playing operation with people, just, like, slicing at them. And so Thomas was, like, trying to grab the knife from him, and they got into, like, a fight over the knife. And Dave started, like, swinging at him, almost cutting his throat a few times. And this is right as they were, like, the party was ending. They were going to go home. They already called a cab, but they wanted to take the knife away from Dave before they, they leave the party. And um, uh, I guess, like, he just starts, like, chasing him around the house with the knife. Bro. So Thomas is like, I'm out of here. So he just like runs out the door, runs to the cab, hops in. He's like, Go, 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 go! And the cab's like, Shit, oh, okay. <laughs> and he just like sees like Dave chasing him with a knife. So the, the taxi just like peels out and drives away with crazy guy chasing him with a knife down the street. And uh, Thomas comes back home at like three, four a.m. and he's like wakes me up in my bed. He's like, Bro, Ethan. Dave like rub pills in his eyes and he's like telling it to me like really quick. Like, he rub pills in his eyes. He, he has a knife and he's chasing me. And I'm, I'm, I'm can, and he he asked me, can I can I sleep in the bed with you? I'm afraid Dave is gonna come up to me in my sleep and stab me. And I'm like, well, he know he knows where we live, bro. Like. <laughs> He's going to kill both of us in our sleep. Like you let him back home. (laughs) He's like on the street. You've killed us all. You've killed us all. Current mode. Survive. (laughs) And so um, we're like super scared. We couldn't fall asleep. So we're just like cuddling in the bed together. Me and Thomas. And I think eventually we fall asleep. But we were just like so paranoid that Dave is just going to break into the house with a knife and start like stabbing us in our sleep. But uh, no, we wake up the next morning and the sun is shining it's bright in our room we look over to the bed next to us and there's dave just sleeping and we're like does he does he have a knife with him and we're like go go, go save this knife in his head and we're like like we like wake up and we're like standing over him like i don't see a knife is it under the pillow we're like he's not going to kill us like all right we're, we're we're good right we're good and um yeah he wakes up he's like what's up bros What's up, guys? And he's like back to normal. He's no longer like a psycho killer.
3: <laughs> but hey,
0: Thomas is like, bro, I'm so mad at you, like right now. Like, don't even talk to me today. Like you were literally trying to kill me. He's like, what are you talking about, bro? Like I don't remember. I blacked out at butt naked Uno. Like I don't know. I
3: don't remember anything last night. So what did we learn, guys? <laughs> it's just a prank, bro. <laughs> <laughs> no pills in your eyes, dude. I have a a I have a friend back home in California whose brothers were intense yeah so one story was they the oldest brother made a piece of uh, he, he was making toast and so he put bread in the toaster and turned it on and like went to go grab something and came back and the middle brother i'm friends with the youngest one okay so every time going to his house was like you might not make it out alive <laughs> it, it was like it was scary bro they were that intense it was dude wicked intense they had a huge long staircase and I watched as one of my other friends got kicked in the chest down the stairs by the middle brother. I've always wanted to do that. Bro, the Spartan like, style. Yeah, this that is
2: Sparta. Is like- anyway,
3: so back to, the, back to the toast. He makes the toast. He like walks away. The middle brother comes in and starts eating his toast. And Uh-oh. it turns into they both grab kitchen knives and start cutting each other like on the arms and stuff. And the mom came in and was just like, both of you are paying for your own. Medical bills, oh like this, gosh. is stupid, you guys. <laughs> oh my gosh. One time, so he, uh, the middle brother would get pretty faded, and they would lock his ass out because he would get violent. Yeah, I've seen that happen to a few relatives before. <laughs> so my my friend's sleeping, and in the middle of the night, he hears. Keep in mind, he's a uh, second story <laughs> on oh, his house. Yeah, and he hears a, uh, and he opens his eyes, and someone is knocking on his window his second story window and he's like like terrified right reminds me of like aladdin when like he comes up (laughs) to like jasmine's like balcony (laughs) on the carpet totally (laughs) (laughs) and so he opens his blinds and his drunk ass brother (laughs) is standing there he's like, let me in. They lock me out. And he's like, he's like yelling. And I'm like, you piece of shit, you idiot. Like, da, 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 da. And finally, he's like, let me in. He's like, okay, I'll let you in. So he goes downstairs. How is he up there, though? Magic carpet? He goes downstairs, opens the door, and he's like, he's calling for his brother, looking around, and he said, a body just goes, <laughs> <laughs> and his, his brother fell from the second story. His brother scaled the side of the house in like a drunken stupor somehow. And was on a ledge I'm like telling you, 2 inches, dude. <laughs> no, he just free soloed the house. Just on yeah. his toes, just like but he comes cute like. <laughs> <laughs> he comes falling down like right in front of my friend and he was just like, "You idiot. Turn around and went back to bed." But it just reminded me of that. Oh man. Dude, everything's comedy, dude.
0: <laughs> oh man. Oh, next door I have is a uh, coyote hunting. Do you guys go coyote hunting here? Do you want any hunting? I have never. I've never been hunting. But you I get want paid to. for it up there, too? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's a there's a bounty on coyotes, dude. They're all over mm-hmm. the farms. and. How much livestock. for a head? Uh, or how does it work? I don't remember. But mm-hmm. I know it's like per head, though. Okay. I can't remember if it's like 55 or what.
3: Bucks? Yeah. Bro, I would be Make- a coyote killer. Five, maybe? Five maybe 55? <laughs> dude, I would be fully dipped in coyote fur head <laughs> to toe. <tell. laughs> I would said, murder all the coyotes. So this
0: is like my senior year of high school. My buddy Robert has a farm. And uh, he has a, uh, a dead calf that passed away during birth. And so that's what he uses for bait. So on his farmland, they own some land. They put it out like a bottom of the hill. And he grabbed me at like 5 a.m. We went over and we just like perched up on top of like a snowy like hill. We both had like springfields. And he just, like, laid it out, like, on the bottom of the hill. And so we have, like, a perfect, like, little perch where we're at to snipe them. And sure enough, they come. It was uh, still dark outside, too. And we could just see their eyes. And Robert takes the first shot. Gets the first one, like, right in the head. He's a good aim. Uh, He's got a good shot. And so we're picking off these coyotes left and right. They run off into, like, the... Once we shot a few, they ran away from, like, the meadow. Kind of went into, like, the tree line. And we can still kind of see their eyes because they're kind of like peeking like who's shooting us. we're still kind of shooting like these eyeballs that we see (laughs) in the tree line. And we're just kind of like focusing and aiming, looking to the scopes. And then we just hear like a growl from behind us. And so we both like turn around like real quick. And we see like these two eyes probably like five feet away from us. And I almost like yelled, but Robert turned around real quick and shot it. And it was a coyote like right behind us. Like that one smart one of the pack, one behind (laughs) us. Yeah, it Probably smells or something, but I was like, "Dude, that thing almost ate us alive!" Like, I can't believe that <laughs> that almost just happened. How big?
3: Like a large dog? Uh, yeah, like a large dog. Dude, that's terrifying. Picture like your average Baxter. Average? Huh? Baxter KS or what is dog name? Oh, okay. Is that Spanish? You speak Spanish to me? Yeah, my bad. I don't know. Like a like a little house husky, not like a big husky. Like that's still terrifying. I wouldn't want to go up against that. Wow you know that coy- coyotes are insanely smart. Okay. That's how it knew that to do that to us. They're insanely smart. Okay. So like this is a ton of tactics they do is if they want to kill a dog, they have one of them basically befriend it. And so one of them will go and like play with it that's until it's comfortable. Evil. It will go near it a ton of times. It will until it's like acclimated uh-huh. and then it will try to get it to follow it. And if you there's been a lot of like footage they've documented it or whatever. Yeah. But. Like one coyote gets it to follow it, and like thirteen coyotes will be waiting they down ambush, the hill, and they yeah. ambush. Yeah, they ambush and Just kill, like them. the Taliban. Or they know. Oh damn! <laughs> exactly. <dog>. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or they- there's like some communities where they know. <laughs> <laughs> Habibi's all like, "Let's go hang out." <laughs> <laughs> no, no. <laughs> damn. <laughs> time, I'm like, oh, okay. I'll go
0: <laughs> My wife can make excellent goat for you.
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <sighs> were so, we no? <laughs> yeah, what, what were we saying though? Yeah, what were we saying? Like some coyotes, they live near old folks' homes and stuff like that. Mm. And they know that the old folks are old oh, folks. Oh, no. yeah. So they run up and eat their dogs. Like, old folks will be walking their life. Oh, like, I thought you were going to say they eat the old folks. I, I, that's
0: they, where I thought that was going yeah, too. actually. They have
2: killed. Like
0: there your, is your documented. not going to fight me off. Like I'm getting this
3: old man. <laughs> With the tennis balls? Those <laughs> yeah. are soft
2: ass. <laughs>
3: <laughs> they have, there is like a uh, a case where they have killed like a 24-year, or like a, she was like in her 20s or teens. Oh, yeah. man. Yeah. Coyotes killed and ate her. Where is that at? Like here in Utah? I can't remember. I'd have to look it up. In the USA though. But they know that the old people won't do shit, so they run up and eat their small dogs. <laughs> like take them from them. They just have to watch. Yeah. No, and I was... Slowly.
2: Yeah. Wow.
3: <laughs> when I was... Uh... Life alert.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh.
3: My dog's falling and they can't get up. <laughs> but... Yeah, so coyotes are extremely smart, so it makes sense one of them was like, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go see what's up. Yeah, I had no yeah. clue. <laughs> That's terrifying. So like all You're like shooting them out and he's like, get them. <laughs> <laughs> like, we'll wait
0: in the tree line, you go get him. <laughs> we had a lot of coyote hide that day. That's yeah, he wild. got paid pretty well too. I think, yeah, I think it was like forty five or fifty-five per head. It was fun too. Besides like almost dying. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, that part. <laughs> um I have a story with uh some like childhood friends and I, I had like my neighbors, Fairfield, Maine, Gabe, Jordan, and I, we're all like the same age and we lived like, uh, Gabe lived to the left of me and then Jordan lived across the street from me. We lived in like a little neighborhood. My hometown is like 7,000 people in it. Damn. Yeah. And so uh, a cute little community. Um, (laughs) yeah, we hung out a lot. We, uh, we had like sleepovers and stuff. We called ourselves like the trio. Ooh. <laughs> we had a lot of fun. But we were um Gabe's backyard had like a tree house that we're sleeping in one summer night. It's probably like ten feet off the ground. We use a ladder to get up there. And we had like a lantern. We went to the packy right next to us, which is a <laughs> um back east it's called a, a package store, is a liquor store. Oh, okay. I think you guys call it liquor store out here. Or just like a, just like a bodega, like a like a little corner store. We got, yeah, yeah, we yeah, didn't yeah. go there for liquor. We were we were thirteen, so we went there and got like beef jerky, Pringles, Slim Jims, Slim Jims, <laughs> <laughs> Swedish fish. Oh, dang. okay. What you yep. um, Moxie. That's like a drink in Maine. It's, it's a soda only in Maine. Huh. Moxie. <laughs> I love that stuff. A lot of people think it's gross. It was originally a like cough medicine. <laughs> <laughs> but I wonder why they think it's gross. So it's basically just like carbonated, cough medicine flavored soda. Oh, so oh. good. Oh. So good. I'm going to try it when I go though. No, like, I'd try it. TBH. Um, <laughs> Maple syrup, like candy, like have you guys ever had that? Like Uh maple syrup, like suckers. No, you never had that. That's not a thing. Maple syrup is candy. (laughs) 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 Just got the bottle. Yeah, we got
2: (laughs) bottles, (laughs) popping bottles. of Maple syrup. They didn't go for the liquor; they went for the
3: syrup. That's what it was. (laughs) Deep throat in that Aunt Jemima. (laughs) 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 That's all you hear from our oh oh." (laughs) Your, your dad's like, I pray to Allah that there's Aunt Jemima in that in that treehouse, boys. <laughs> You're not even in college yet. Just kidding. Let's move on. let's move on.
0: We did just hit puberty. we were 13. Yeah. But uh, we had like our sleeping bags, pillows, and uh, we like covered like all the cracks in the wall with like blankets and stuff. And we stayed up like just like telling stories and. Um, talking about girls telling scary stories as we stayed up and ate food we did get jumped at one point Gabe's dad is he so I gotta say it nicely in case he hears this let's just say he's hairy no I wanna say it. he <laughs> so looks like Sasquatch he um, we were just like telling scary stories Gabe's dad is like like our, our little door was just like a blanket dangling down he like sticks his hairy arms and like grabs one of us he grabbed Gabe and <laughs> we all were like so scared we're, like oh my god scared us so bad. But um after he scared us we went to bed the middle of the night we uh we could we can just hear like something running around below us like a almost like a dog just like running around like the dead leaves and then the grass just like rustling around and we're like what is that? And so like we shine the lantern and we can't see anything. We're shining like our flashlights um and it kind of like ran away and we can just see like red eyes in the distance. Like what animal has red eyes? We were in the Boy Scouts, too. We don't know any animals that were in the red, had red eyes, too. I didn't have my, like, Boy Scout ecology book with me that night. But we were like, what? What is it, Another Just coyote? finished the wild animal merit badge. Red eyes. Nope. Nothing. So, like, this thing is creepy. And we don't think it could have been a dog because they kept on standing up. Oh. Yeah. Like, it'd be, like, low and then get up on, like, two, two hind legs. We're like, what is this thing back here? Like, chupacabra? We don't know. We're getting freaked out because it was like kept on getting like right below us. Like, is can this thing climb ladders? Can it jump? We're getting super freaked out, and so we just decided that um, next time, like backs away from the treehouse, we're just gonna jump out and sprint to the back door of Gabe's house. And um, so, like, we threw like food at it, and we like hucked it like out in the wilderness into the darkness, and it like followed it. And that's where, like one, two, three, we we all jump out. We land and we just like sprint and we can hear like chasing behind oh, us. Oh, gosh. And Jordan just starts screaming like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> we just like run. And, t- and we, like, we just like run into the door, open it, run in. And as I close the door behind me, I look back and it's right there behind me just like chilling. And I just like slam the door shut on it like, what the frig was that? What it look like? What it looked like? Yeah, it was still dark, bro. I don't know. It was just like it had red eyes. It looked like I don't know, like a tall Dobby from Harry Potter. <laughs> <laughs> it had like these like um, German Shepherd ears. Should have thrown out. a sock.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Be free, yeah. Well, what kind of food did you throw it? Uh, we carrying like a raw steak. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we threw like a candy bar, had like oh. a Snickers. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Snickers. we just threw stuff at it. We went and got a flashlight. And then we were shining through the window of that back door, just like looking around back there. We couldn't find it. Oh. It was creepy, though. What if it was like a hairless dog? On two legs? Oh, true.
3: Never mind. (laughs) Well, some dogs can learn tricks. I don't know. (laughs) It was creepy. Damn. Oh. Hmm. It's probably the offspring of your neighbor's (laughs) brother mom. Oh, you're right. I didn't even think of that. Wait.
0: For sure that's what it was. You know what? The Georgians had moved in that same summer. That's that had to have been. (laughs) He's
3: he's like, I'm a crime against God. (laughs) Just wanting to be acknowledged. Yeah. (laughs) Wanting to get in this treehouse party. (laughs) Has to be invited to come in though. (laughs) Damn. He operates under the the laws of like demons and stuff. Damn, shout out out my inbreds. I think it was a demon. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) 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 One time I saw a video of these Russian guys walk around a town square and they got like a hundred people to spit in a cup and they filled it up and the cup was clear and it was frothy and gray (laughs) and then one of them drank it. For how much money? I just think Was he paid for, for, views, for, for, the for views, fun, bro. for the views, for the views. And ever since then, I have a hardcore version to saliva. Not, <laughs> not a fan. Anyway, so let's get back to it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right, this next story is pretty intense, and I swear this is a true story. This one's uh, this one happened in a town called Hinkley, Maine, which is right next to Fairfield, Maine. Hinkley's a small town. It's got a lot of land. It's more like a countryside town. The population of, Maine is, or of Hinkley is 57 people.
2: Oh, okay. Yeah, I didn't even
0: know that until I, had, I looked it up because I was trying to tell DJ, like, yeah, it's a small town. I think like 400 people. I Googled it, and it's like 57. So I was like, oh, like they got them numbered, like to the exact number. Yeah. And um, there's a lot of like snowmobiling trails in Hinkley. And so, it's like a public trail, so like anyone can go snowmobiling on them. And it goes, it like we used through the forest and stuff. It goes into big meadows and hills. It's a lot of fun. There was this one guy, though. It was like, how do I tell the story? So, I had a buddy named Dorian that had like a, lived in an apartment in Hinkley. And it was kind of like off the main road, behind his apartment, it was when like the trail starts. Mm-hmm. And um, that's when it just like goes into the forest. Mm-hmm. And... A guy tied like a wire from tree to tree, like a, a a wire about as thick as a number two pencil, from tree to tree, with intentions to like clothesline some snowmobilers. And I guess that day, like a group of snowmobilers, probably like three people or three, um, you know, snowmobiles were going through the trail, and there was a couple that were leading the way, a dude and his girlfriend, and. They go pretty fast. They go like 65, 70 miles per an hour. Ugh. They go through the trail. They don't see the wire because they're going so fast. And they get clotheslined, and they get decapitated, both of them. This is the true story. Like, this really happened. So they hit the wire. Both their heads come off, and they said that the, their bodies and the snowmobile just keep on going down the trail. And so the snowmobilers behind them just, like, stop and it's like look at their heads still in the helmets, just like chilling on the gra- on the snow.
2: Holy cow, dude!
3: <laughs> dude, when you told that one in like the email you sent, I was like, <laughs> I screamed in the car. I was just driving by myself. <laughs> it's like what the hell, like-
0: <laughs> dude?
3: That's traumatic
0: <laughs> for those two behind them. Dorian told me from his like bedroom window, he could hear screaming. <gasps> <sighs>
3: yeah. Bro. And you said they never caught the person who put it up there. Yeah, or?
0: the police came, um, the family and everybody like showed them like what happened. They followed the trail until they saw like the snowmobile hit like a tree, and there was their bodies just bleeding out right there. They were looking for like snow prints and stuff, uh, fingerprints on the tree bark or whatever. Yeah, they couldn't find the guy. They have no clue who did that or girl, he or she, <laughs> one of those fifty-seven people.
3: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, bro, it's a town of 57 <laughs> interviewing people. You should have that solved by the next day. Yeah. You <laughs> just yell outside, I know one of you did it. <laughs> but it's effing creepy Greg over there. Who bought wire
2: at the. Yeah. The, yeah. The yeah. Who the wire? wire. <laughs>
3: yeah. They probably all live in that apartment building right there. <laughs> Low key, though, I've heard of cases like that. Yeah. It, it is like. You know when you hear things and it makes you sick to your stomach? Mm -hmm. That's like that's one of the scenarios. I'm like,
2: what sick frick, dude? Dude, like four years ago here in Utah, there was a couple hiking up one of these trails on the east side mountains. And they come across one. I guess one of them felt like they shouldn't go any further. And by standing there, noticed that there was a booby trap on the trail someone had set like a trip wire that would trigger something from the trees to come and
0: like stab them Probably, had, like, a like spiked log. spikes, yeah almost like uh star wars episode 6 where, like the ewoks have like door exactly you know? like yeah, that yeah, that's what i was <laughs> okay. thinking
3: when you talked about like flying through the forest
0: that's yeah the, i was thinking like booby trap like goonies or like star wars <laughs> like star wars yeah okay, but yeah they I saw mean, that that's and, bad. like
2: reported to the authorities when they
3: never caught who it was that put it up there what though what the frig? yeah I think the reason I hate it is because we go hiking so much. Oh, it's do true, you guys, all the time. Yeah, like, uh, yeah, all the time. So it's, it's 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 just gross to me. I don't know.
0: Are you like paranoid now? Like you're gonna look for like trip wires?
3: There, there's times where I'll be like a hundred percent where I'm like on a trail or something, and it, that thought will come across my head and just ruin my time of being out there because now I'm like
0: worried. <laughs> yeah. oh, one of you guys told me, or I heard on the, one of the episodes, what's it called? When like you're looking over an, an edge and you hear like a voice tells call you the jump. of the void call of the void
3: yeah. jump that's sean's entire life it is my entire life <laughs>
2: <laughs> i always hear the call of the void <laughs> just get close to the edge
3: or, just do it. yeah when you're like i just wonder what it would be, it. be like if i just drove into the median on the highway oh i I get
0: that all the time <laughs> i was gonna say it's <laughs> a thing that,
3: uh, like yeah.
0: what if i just like j- drilled this wall like in utah the highways have like big walls to, like stop you and man you, you just go off the road and hit trees <laughs> and, like into the forest but here like there's a big cement wall like what if I just drilled this going 80
2: that'd be wild you'd be flat <laughs> that'd be cool <laughs> <laughs> that'd be cool
3: <laughs> that'd be wicked cool so they never found the guy
0: no dude I think that's, that's sketch dude I don't yeah. think it was a native Hinkley person though I was gonna say do
3: you think it was an outsider yeah because that that doesn't make like sense everybody
0: knows them. where to go snowmobiling like you just find the trails it could have been a guy from anywhere yeah Coming to do some homicide.
3: Could have been Thomas or David.
0: Not I'm just kidding. Those crazy, <laughs> intense guys. After
2: rubbing some pills in the <laughs> eyes.
0: <laughs> so crazy. Uh, this next story is not as intense. I call the story Cujo the Cat. You guys know about Cujo, <laughs> right? Cujo the, the dog? Yeah, Cujo the dog, yeah. the Stephen King story, where there's like a rabid dog that just like goes insane and starts eating the people in town. For uh, our friend over here that hasn't that doesn't know that story, that's Cujo. And this story, like on my street in Fairfield, Maine, there was like a feral cat, and you can tell it's a feral cat because uh, the like the fur, is all messed up and patchy. And it looks weird. Like it was like the saber toothed tiger tiger on our street, and um, my brother and his buddy like approached it, and they were like trying to like I don't know what he was trying to do with this crazy cat, but it just like attacked him latched onto his elbow and he did that thing where he's spinning and the cat's just like <laughs> flying by like its jaws just spinning around and his his elbow starts like bleeding like wicked bad. He finally like hucks it and gets it off him and his elbow's bleeding so bad. He runs inside the house and it chases him and my buddy into uh, into the house. <gasps> Crazy cat. Yeah. I think like a week later. So he had to get like a rabies shot too and get that cleaned <sighs> up. It was deep though like <sighs> deep into the elbow. <laughs> Had to get, I think you had to get stitches too, because it was like a deep laceration. Like a week later, I was going down to my basement to grab like the food storage. I think peanut butter or something like that <laughs> down there. Peanut <laughs> mud <laughs> Peanut butter and mud. Yeah, make a nice peanut butter mud sandwich. Um, open the door and I start going down the stairs until the darkness <laughs> <laughs> This had to happen to me too. I hate this. And friggin Cujo the cat just jumps out. And just like attacks me Starts clawing at me I'm like Don't oh, freak Screw the peanut butter I just run up the stairs And just slam the door And I told my parents Like Cujo That cat is down in our basement How did it get down there? Like we do have like Another basement door uh, That leads outside To our backyard I must have gotten in there So somehow. Cujo
3: can open doors It,
0: it <laughs> got through a hole Or something I don't know It was in our basement Just like waiting for me To come closer oh Into gosh. the darkness You're trying to finish off Your brother dude <laughs> I think that's what I was going for yeah, I hate that that happened to me. We belong so to the
3: Georgia same. family. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Just blame Pat, everything man. on this.
3: Get him, Cujo. <laughs> we like talk walkie talkie. I don't know why yeah. I did that. Cujo's like Roger that <laughs> over and out. <laughs> uh, we talked about this in a previous episode when I asked you, have you guys ever like had to fight fight a cat? Do you remember that when I asked you F- fist fight a cat? <laughs> <laughs> like have you ever had a, a cat like attack you? It's truly terrifying. You think it's like cool because it's small and you're like, oh, I could handle that. But when a cat is legit trying to attack you, it is terrifying. It's like the scariest thing ever. <laughs> you, you become instantly so small and the cat just like owns you. <laughs> and it's so fast. Like they are so fast. I know. You You like can't do anything. They just yeah. like they wreck you. So imagine like a mountain lion. I, I can't <laughs> even imagine what that would be like.
0: Oh, yeah. You, you guys have mountain lions here. Don't you? Yeah, you, you do too. <laughs> oh yeah, I none Utah. of us are from here. <laughs> oh, oh, that's right. None of y'all. Yeah, we're not from here. But I used to go do.
3: exploring all the time at night, like on the Alpine Loop. Oh, I just drive up there all the time. oh, It's like up in the mountains okay. where the mountain lions live. Yeah, back behind Tim. <laughs> okay. Sean and I spent like a summer looking for an abandoned graveyard up there. And then someone who's from here was like, bro, you should be careful. And I was like, why? I'm not afraid of like people and then he's like no like mountain lions kill bikers all the time and i'm no. like what <laughs> yeah so yeah there's mountain lions up there we got to be careful <laughs> Cujo, big cujos,
0: yeah grande cujos. cujos. And these aren't these uh, georgian cujos. <laughs> <laughs> these are mountain utah kujos dude you doing like that microphone like that walkie talkie to like the cat i remember of a story i listened to uh ridiculous history podcast there was like the f the during the cold war the cia put like a little uh tracking device and a cat a micro microphone in its ear and like a little like remote control like thing in its ribs they did like surgery on the cat so they could like control the cat and like steer it with a remote control Uh uh-huh they they brought it to uh, russia during the cold war in the like 70s and they could literally like steer the cat they're gonna have the cat like Walk towards like a Russian combine, and like just so they could listen to like what they're saying and stuff mm. like that, and like that was like a real thing that really did that they really like walkie-talkied their cats, like you were yeah. saying. What happened to that cat though? The uh the van pulled up to the side of like the combine, dropped it off in the street, then like peeled away, and they sort of like steer the cat towards the combine, and it got drilled by a taxi. Oh,
3: God. <laughs> they literally they spent years it and took, like it cost millions, so much money, and they had to like consistently convince their superiors that this was a good idea because at one point they're like we're <laughs> shutting your ass down and they're like no 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 this will work so it's like it's go time it's game time let's do this they set the cat out and they pull away and they're like let's bring down the ussr and then and then seriously as they let the cat go a van just goes Neom! and just flattens the cat and they only had that one cat they had no backups wow they immediately did- <laughs> something similar with uh have you seen the beluga whale they, the Russians train like this beluga whale for like spying, and it escaped. and it lives <laughs> It lives in this lake in like Sweden, and they, there's like a name for it. And there's like videos of this this beluga whale. Like someone like dropped their iPhone, and it went down and grabbed it and like brought it back up to the person. Here you go, comrade. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, this is our is this phone. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> our phone. Yeah. Um, there's another one where like these rugby players are throwing the ball out to it, and it's like playing fetch and bring it back. Oh, home. I have seen that. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. That, it's that whale. It's whale. Crazy. Yeah. That's hilarious. <laughs> a runaway. In, the, in that, he's like, I'm episode, not about this life.
0: <laughs> there was a real story in that same episode where the CIA or uh, FBI had like a dolphin that had like a dart gun on its head, and it could like jab. It could like poke, like headbutt, um, like spies that are like deep sea diving, and like they trained it to like to be able to like poke the guy, and the dart gun will shoot off its head. That's so absurd. Yeah, but but Katrina hit, and it flooded like the dolphin area, and it escaped into the Gulf of Mexico, and so after the Katrina, Katrina the FBI were like, so we got like this killer dolphin. On uh, the loose. It's on the loose.
2: It's just going around popping life rafts now. Just. <laughs> sinking people <laughs>
3: <laughs> um, that kind of reminded me of uh I was having dinner with a bunch of friends from back home from Hoy last night and my cousin married this kid who's from New Mexico he was talking about how he grew up in like next to the reservations nothing around you had to drive like an hour to go get gas and groceries but um <laughs> when they were teenagers they stole 3 sheep from a farm and they painted one Two and four on it, and let it loose <laughs> let it loose at um like at a school like and in the school, yeah in the school, <laughs> and his dad was the principal, and the dad doesn't know that it was him who and his friends who let this loose, and they announce everybody we're looking for. Sheep number three <laughs> painted That's on a genius. <laughs> so the whole day, the school was just like on the lookout for a sheep number three when there was none. That's They're like, ingenious. we have one, two, and four. We just got to find the third That's one. That's funny.
0: <laughs> genius. Was that like a senior prank or something? <laughs> I guess.
3: It was just him and his two other friends. They're just doing it for fun. <laughs> one time, Mitch. Mitch is what I decided to call him, right? Yeah. My friend. from. My, okay. No. So, homeboy Mitch calls me and he's like, Bro, come pick me up. Let's do something fun. I was like, Okay. Keep in mind that could entail anything. And so I pick him up and he's like, Okay, hey, drive over here. I'm like, All right. And he's like, Okay, hey, take a right right there and park in that little alley. I was like, Okay. And I park and he gets out of the car and runs away. I'm like, Gosh, damn it. <laughs> What's happening? And he like jumps a fence and then he comes back and he has like, he's like this and he gets in the car. He's like, Go, 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 go. I'm like, uh, so I like peel out and I start driving. I'm like, dude, what'd you do? And he opens his jacket and he has two live chickens. (laughs) And he's like, dude, what can we do with these chickens? (laughs) Anyways, it, it ended. Uh, he threw one. We went downtown and he threw one in a bar and everyone freaked out. And then he let another one loose in a winco and the winco got shut down and they were all trying to catch a chicken. but, Anyway, that kind of reminded me of your. <laughs> I thought he was gonna come back with like drugs, like or something. Like he, he like you brought him to a drug deal. And like, go, 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 go! I robbed him. I do have drug dealer stories, but don't we all? Another that
0: time. could be another episode. <laughs>
2: yeah, drug dealing.
0: Uh, this next story is pretty bad. So I, I went, you know, snowmobiling, pretty intense. Kooza cat, not as intense. This one, uh, we talked about if you like ever seen a person die before. Oh no! This is my story.
3: Oh. So um, I I, remember, I think I know which one you're talking about. Yeah, so I was in
0: high school. Um, I snuck out of the house to go see some friends. Well, to go see a girl. I'll be honest. Um, and this girl lives like in Sydney, Maine, which is like 20 minutes south of me, and it's also like another cow town, just like nothing but like fields, cattle, farm, and some people.
3: More so, cattle than people. Yeah, uh. yeah.
0: <laughs> and um, so it's like way out in the wilderness, nothing but like forest and just. Just land, go over her house, stay the night there. I come, I think I was driving back at like 3 or 4 a.m. because I had school in the morning. And I'm driving back and it's snowy and it's dark out. I'm driving and I'm on the Lions Road, which is like really windy, hilly, up and down. A lot of like parts we got to like stop to like turn. Or you got to slow it's down. Just hairpin turn. turns. Yeah. yeah, a lot of that. I think I drilled a turkey that night. Like a wild turkey <laughs> was like crossing like a bridge and I drilled it and I was like covered in feathers. Um, <laughs> One memory that comes up. And then uh, I was driving on this road and it's like middle of nowhere Utah where you, you just go 80, even though that's not the speed limit. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's like a straightaway through like these meadows. And I'm going like 60 something and I hit like a patch of snow in the road. And I swerve and I overcorrect like right and I, I swerve left and I just do like a, a donut. And there's a guy behind me and he has to like stop because he almost like rear-ended me. He almost hit me. I guess we were the one, he was I wasn't the only one out late that night. And um, like I just stopped in the middle of the road. He stops and he pulls up. He's like, you okay? I was like yeah, I almost crapped my pants but uh, I'm, I'm okay. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, be careful of the snow. <laughs> and then he just like rolled up his window and Got in front of me, so then, so now he's in front, and same thing. We both got to get home, <laughs> going like 65 miles an hour, going fast on like the straightaways. and Then we have to like we have to slow down the t- for the turns and stuff. And there's this one part where there's like a farm. It's like a cattle farm, and the farm where all the cattle are are on like one side of the road, but the farmer owns land on the other side of the road, and so they have to cross the road. And he has, like, hundreds of cows. And I guess that's, like, the side where, like, they they just, like, chill. They frolic in the meadow on the other side. And so the farmers probably think, like, what better time to have them cross the street than at 3 a.m.? There's no one out here. And so he has, like, a bunch of, like, he has hundreds of cattle, just cattle, cows, just, like, crossing the street. And the guy in front of me is going, like, 70, I think. And I just see him just, like, a cannonball just explode into these cows. Like, he did not see them in time. I don't think the headlights picked them up. He just drills these cows and I see, like, limbs of cows just, like, go flying into the air and he's just, like, demolished by all these cows. There's, like, three dead cows on his car. He destroyed a couple cars. Just, like, blew them into smithereens. Just cow pieces all over the road. And the farmer is just, like, on the side of the road just, like, watched it. And I watched it, too. I just slammed on my brakes and I was, like, holy frig, like, he just hit, like, a crowd of cows. And we get out, and there was, just, there was just blood everywhere, dead cows everywhere, like, just bits and pieces of cow everywhere. And we couldn't even see the guy because he's just covered in cow. But, yeah, the guy died. The, <laughs> it was so nuts. Police came. Detectives came. And uh, we had to give, like, our witness statement, tell them what we saw. And, yeah, I was, like, 17
2: holy cow
3: literally <laughs> you bastard you're, holy cow yeah. i was oh, waiting the whole time was that bro. surreal for you because he came out to help you yeah he's like you, and you okay? saw his face you talked to him heard his voice
0: yeah and now he's dead like he died like 10 minutes after that
3: oh <sighs> bro that's hard that's in. that's heavy i miss him so much no, <laughs> I'm just kidding.
0: no you're right though it is <laughs> It, yeah it, it, it is pretty heavy it's intense i don't even know his name it was a while ago um so i don't remember like seeing his name i, I saw him like his obituary like in the news and everything like the newspaper but yeah it is nuts bro now,
3: if he didn't go ahead of you too like, that would have been me
0: that's mm-hmm. crazy yeah mm-hmm. i was going like the same speed damn yeah. i was like a
3: junior in high school frick dude yeah it's crazy how like things like that in life, just tiny things that like could've that. Could've me, yeah. yeah. And it you make, still got home
0: safe though. I got home safe, but you yeah, and your parents didn't. And, and they still don't know unless they listen to this <laughs> podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so now at that same like crossing, there's like uh, traffic lights to let so people know. Yeah. yeah, when that guy has his cattle crossing, there'll be like blinking lights and it'll say like cattle crossing. Jeez, yeah. Damn. I wonder if he got in trouble for that. Is that manslaughter? Putting your your cattle in the road? I mean, it's, I don't know. I don't know.
3: That's a
2: tough one for sure.
3: Jeez Louise. Damn. I had a friend (laughs) in fourth grade who had someone jump off a bridge and land on their car. What? Committing suicide. And it Mm. messed him up. Like he never, ever talked about it. But yeah, I think about that sometimes. That recently happened in Orem. Yeah. Dude, yeah. someone
0: jumped off the bridge last year, between like maybe UBU. summer. Yeah. Oh yeah, I know who that was. Really? Yikes. Yikes. You
2: knew them, or yeah,
3: he was my coworker's like brother. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> That's sad. That's so traumatizing, dude. Yeah. And this has been heavy on 3 a.m. Yeah. <laughs> 3 p.m. I told you it was getting heavy. <laughs> That's yeah. all good. You warned us. I warned y'all.
0: Dude, not all stories are light, man. Yeah. Um, I work at the hospital now, so now I see people die like all the time. <laughs>
3: yeah. Well. All my friends are dead. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Dude, I think I'm soft, bro. I can't. Really? I, yeah, I, I think I would harbor, I wouldn't be able to like leave it behind at work. I'm like a sponge. Yeah.
0: I Dude, I've seen OR rooms and ER trauma rooms like filled with blood from like people that got shot in the head or just bleed out or hemorrhage. Mm-hmm. Dude, even the labor and delivery, I've seen girls like hemorrhage after they de- delivered a baby. I saw one girl bleed, what was it, four liters of blood. Woo! And the human body has five. But when you're pregnant, you're bigger, you know. But four liters of blood. And she lived. Oh, my god. She had to get a blood transfusion. But, yeah, which that's uh, so much blood. Which hospital do you work at? Okay but oh yeah one thing I think like one reason why I'm like so like fascinated with blood and I I don't like it doesn't bother me at all one of my first jobs I like helped my cousin work at a slaughterhouse and we just like uh, we'd yeah. gut chickens we'd like hold them upside down and, like, slit their throat and they would just bleed out like that same thing with huge hogs mm-hmm. we'd just, like da- they'd be dangling upside down and we just cut their throat and just like watch the blood drain oh my gosh yeah and I'm like blood's well, cool I like <laughs> blood have you ever had a head injury <laughs> Yeah, I've had five concussions. Oh my god!
3: <laughs> Bro, if someone uh, turns out dead around here, push I, the knife away. You a might little be bit my further. first suspect, dog. <laughs> <laughs> we we asked a question a while ago, like, what profession would you like? If there was a line of professions and one of them you were told is a killer, which one would you choose? And like a. Like slaughterhouse employee is pretty high on that list. Yeah. <laughs> oh ago, no, that's me. <laughs> My top is only was, like a summer. Oh, then you're good. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> he only kills in the summer, is what he's saying. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
2: Well, he 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 killed and then got out of the business, so no one would come
3: after him. You know? It's like I only kill in the muddy season. <laughs> uh, no. One Early time at work? I was like 16 and I was working. Uh, I was actually like 17 or 18, and I was working in a Italian restaurant. So I would make their pizzas and deliver them and I got a delivery to the hospital. so Domino's. <laughs> <laughs> it was called <laughs> it was can you <laughs> really so maybe I'm not going to I'm going to bleep out the name of that restaurant because a lot of things happened in this restaurant that were sketch. First of all, the main chef was like always high on meth and would hide his um, knife up in the pipes. Like of the ceiling, he was like, "I don't want anyone to use his his knife." So a great one time, idea. I caught him and he was like climbing up into the ceiling and hiding his knife up in the pipes. I'm like, "Bro, you are wild." <laughs> anyway, we get an order. It's to the hospital, so I'm taking the food to the hospital, and I walk in. I'm like, "Delivery for food," and they're like, "Who is it for?" I tell them who, and they're like, "Okay, go through that door." So I go through the door, uh-huh. and they're like, uh, "Where are you going?" And I'm like, "I'm delivering food." They're like, "Okay, go through that door." Two doors later, I like back in, and I turn around. And they're all sitting there scrubbed up, and there's like an open body on the table. And I was like, uh, I have your pizza? And they're like, uh, just set it down right there. (laughs) And I like set it down, look at the body for a second, and turn around and walk out. What? And I was like, "What the hell just <laughs> happened to me?" <laughs> the receptionists weren't like, "Leave it here with us." <laughs> they <to, laughs> like set you up, bro. I like walked through like <laughs> six doors to get there. Ashton Kutcher comes out. He's like, "You've been punked." <laughs> bro, sits up on the table.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
3: no, I got I got hella punked by those. Oh yeah, because I smelt a open cavity. Anyway, <laughs>
0: <laughs> gnarly dude. All right. Oh, this is like a famous scary story that most Mainers know. It's not. It's not like something I experienced. This is like
3: just an urban legend.
0: Urban legend. Dope. Not urban though, because it's Maine, so countryside <laughs> legend. Uh, it's called the Sabatus Well. Maybe Sabatus. I don't know. Sabatis Well. It's Southern Maine, and I don't live in Southern Maine, <laughs> so <laughs> I guess there's this well built in like the 1700s, in a forgotten cemetery. I don't know why you'd build a well in a cemetery. I feel like that water would be really bad. Yeah.
2: Yeah. That would mean no for me, dog.
0: (laughs) I'm not drinking from that. No. 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 And I guess, I don't know how long ago, maybe 80 years ago, there was, like, these, like, preteens, like, teenagers. They were, like, 13 or something. And they, I don't know, this one kid lost a bet, and they dared him to go down the well, and they were going to, like, reel him down the rope, he has to touch the water, then they pull him back up. So this 13 year old kid has to go down the well, and so they're uh, they're reeling down this 13 year old kid, and he said that he would they would talk to him the whole way down, and he'll tell him when they when he hits water. So he's like, "Keep going, keep going, keep going." They keep reeling him down, and then he's in complete darkness; they can't see him. And he says, "Keep going." They can hear his voice, and then he just stops, and so they're like. Bro, keep going. Like, have you touched the water? And he doesn't respond. So they reel him down like a little bit. And, like, bro. And he doesn't respond. And so, like, did he fall in or something? They're like, no, I can still feel the weight, they said. And so, like, we'll bring him back up. Something's wrong. They reel him back up. And this is the legend. The kid came up, an old man, just like with wrinkles all over his face, white hair and was just like babbling nonsense. Like he had aged, like he was like 80 like an 80-year-old man. Ew. What's crazy? I don't like that. Yeah. No, what's crazy was this is real. Like he was at the Westbrook Mental Health Hospital
3: in Westbrook, Maine. I'm going to need to see some citations, dog. <laughs> like let's go visit him. <laughs> is he still just mumbling gibberish? Yeah. Wait, wait, um, what do you mean? What so this actually or he claimed this actually happened?
0: Yeah. Uh, he's dead now, but yeah, that's what like all the nurses, everyone that's worked at the hospital, they said like, this is the kid, this is the kid that went down the well and came up old.
3: Oh yeah. Dude, we're going to need to look that up. Isn't that nuts? Mm.
0: Yeah. Like he was, like, I looked him up on like the internet, like the kid that went down the well and came up as an old man. Like, yeah, he stayed at this hospital and Google had like papers on it.
3: What's the name of the, the hospital
0: or a cemetery? Oh, it was Well.
3: Sabatis Well? Yeah.
0: S-A-B-A-T-T-U-S. Sabatis Well. And I don't know what cemetery it is, but don't go down yeah. that well. Yeah, <laughs> That's such or, a classic
3: uh, urban legend. Yeah. It's like Ichabod Crane type. Mm. Benjamin mm. Button. <laughs> he came up old. How is that? Even? <laughs> Huckleberry. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Damn. It's a portal, dude. It's got to be to another dimension.
3: Mm. He was stuck in that dimension. He lived a full life. <laughs> <laughs> the only logical explanation is an old ass dude. Was down there. <laughs> Here's my way out. <laughs> Pulled him off, silenced him, got on the well, or got on the bucket, and then pretended to be him.
2: That old man's going to have to be spry, dude. Got to silence him, get him off, get on. And then why go to a mental facility afterwards? I don't,
3: it's better than living would, in a well. So. Well,
0: I mean, but I would. You cute nurse who's feeding you, away. changing your diaper. Hey, okay. I see you.
2: <laughs> okay. Okay.
3: Hospital food.
2: Oh, okay
3: damn Kevin's like no no, no." (laughs) Kevin is uh, what we call a snob when it comes to food
2: he doesn't like peanut butter
3: one time I tried to make him a gourmet ass meal (laughs) and I was like Kevin would you like a microwaved quesadilla (laughs) and he's like
1: ew no,
3: gross (laughs) and I was like one moment while I go cry in my room (laughs) I'm just kidding I'm sorry (laughs) you didn't eat it
0: no, no. I got standards for my <laughs> he's got standards. <laughs>
3: well kevin also went to culinary school and it oh, was a catering he? business so he's
0: like voila bon appetit
2: <laughs> but <laughs> also doesn't like peanut butter
0: oh really yeah. what about peanut butter and
3: reese's cups <laughs> like peanut is that an east reese's coast thing the yeah. east coast say reese's yeah reese's yeah is it yeah. reese's here yeah yeah Yeah. our homie from philly says reese's Reese's, (laughs) according to kevin it's reese's everywhere (laughs) yeah i think it's reese's proving the snob point (laughs) (laughs) i'm not a snob
0: to prove my point there is a reese's um commercial for like the cereal and it goes reese's puff reese's
3: puff peanut butter chocolate flavor only aired on the East Coast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was on Nickelodeon. That's, that's nationwide. <laughs> <laughs> on Nickelodeon. <no. laughs> Damn. Anyway, gang.
0: So this is my last story Ooh. I had prepared for tonight. This one's also like an old legend. Um, it's called the Seguin Island Lighthouse. Good coastal story for you guys. So. This is the one you didn't listen to? You didn't listen to these last yeah, stories? Yeah, I've heard
3: all the other stories.
0: Okay. So this last story um, is a lighthouse story. And I guess there was... Uh, this is in the 1800s. This is back when like people had to live at the lighthouse and like actually like, burn oil and keep all the people at sea alive. <laughs> so this is like a job, like full-time job. You live there and you took care of the lighthouse. And there's like this couple. But this lighthouse is on an island. So it's just the two of them. And... The uh, the wife had a piano in the house, but homegirl only knew one song. <laughs> I hate that already, die, dude. Gosh. <laughs> well, if you guys had one song this to too for the rest of your life, like your wife only played this for the rest of your life, what would it be? Frick.
3: Anaconda, Nicki Minaj.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Did you choose like a song that you already hate? I don't know, dude.
1: <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, okay.
2: Dude, at that <laughs> point, that just have her play the theme song from Twilight Zone because I'm going to lose my mind after the f- <laughs> seventh time.
3: <laughs> this bitch is hitting chopsticks. <laughs> 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 the <laughs> <of you. laughs> I don't know
0: to choose like a hymn because it's like all on piano or do like uh, Forgot About Dre or something like that because that's on piano too. I don't know. <laughs> I guess I didn't say it had to be on piano. Yeah, I don't know what song i choose.
2: Either
3: way. Either way, learn more songs. Yeah, yeah that's, what, that's what he
0: wishes, but I guess the wife only had like one music sheet that she brought to the island. And uh, I think Legend has like, he did ask her to like learn other songs. She's like, I, I don't have any, any other like music with me. And so she just plays the same song every day and he begs her to like stop. So she stops playing piano. But then she has nothing to do cause he's busy taking <laughs> care of the lighthouse and everything. She's like, well, I got nothing to do so I'm just gonna keep playing piano. And uh, he just got sick of it one day and took a ax and chopped off her head. What else can you do?
3: not chop off her (laughs)
2: head. I don't know. (laughs) I probably would have burned the piano first. (laughs) (laughs) I know.
3: (laughs) It sounds to me like he was looking for an excuse to (laughs) chop some heads off. It was because she only played one song.
2: I couldn't take it anymore.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That justifies it. (laughs) Nah, not valid. The scary part is, so like people that aren't from Maine – come and go on like cruise ships and hop from island to island on like their ships. And whenever they stop by that island and go to that lighthouse, people say they can hear a piano being played
3: inside. Oh. (laughs) They're like,
1: oh shit.
0: (laughs) She still only knows one song. (laughs) Even though they the afterlife. <laughs> <else. laughs>
3: you don't have access to that? Like, <laughs> like
0: we're in the iClouds, right? You should have, <laughs> should have everything.
3: Should have meant like Beethoven by this point. or something.
0: <laughs> Tell Bach to
3: can teach your ass. <laughs> hmm.
0: yeah, he should be up in heaven, right? Yeah. Bach?
3: Yeah. not nah, hell. No. Okay. She's <laughs> well, yeah, going uh, to hell for only learning one song too, so <laughs> I get, you know, never mind. Um <laughs> My aunt and my cousin—they went and did a ghost tour. In Maine, it's aunt, but yeah, I've oh, heard it. My, it's aunt. My you guys have aunts aunt, here? It's also auntie and uh, auntie, auntie, auntie. auntie, in, auntie. Hawaii. in Hawaii. In Hawaii, yeah, it's aunt. Yeah. And if like if it's an older female, regardless of their relation to you, you just call them auntie. <laughs> hey auntie. In Hawaii, yeah, yeah, everyone's just family there. Like, we're uh, aloha auntie. Yeah, yeah, aloha. aloha oi. Doesn't matter. Like, if I'm meeting like somebody's mom for the first time or dad. They're like immediately uncle. uncle or aunt, yeah, auntie. I call your mom's auntie. <laughs> that's what they say. Like to all my friends to call them like yeah. Auntie Don or Uncle Peely. Oh, that's yeah. cool. Yeah. So, so my auntie and my cousin, they went. Uh, they did a ghost tour in Savannah, and
0: <sighs> the perfect place for a ghost tour. They're talking
3: about the heaviest of heavy, and my aunt is in the background, and she keeps going like, "Get out." And she keeps, it's like pitch black in these basements and she keeps whispering and like looking around trying to see if anyone's afraid <laughs> and then she gets a stick. And so she's all like touching, people, <laughs> poking people on the back and then trying to act like nothing. Uh, it was actually my aunt and two cousins and one of them was super into it. And the other one was like, I'm so embarrassed. Like, <laughs> That's a great idea. dude. They were just in the corners whispering like, get out now. <laughs> I thought that was hilarious. <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> Bunch of nerds. But anyway,
0: bro, maybe maybe they have someone in that lighthouse like playing music, like in the basement or something. That's their I mean, full time job now. <laughs> yeah, like, you have to play music. You have if to- you want to <laughs> boost uh, tourism, it's like definitely
3: <laughs> do that. <laughs> that's so funny, dude. Nice. Is that it for you tonight? That's yeah. That's all the stories I brought, bro. That was a colorful array of stories. Yeah. like we got this jam packed. The whole gambit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm hoping it was wicked good. And y'all liked it. <laughs> it was cherry. Makes me want to go to Maine wicked even cherry. more, dude.
0: Yeah, for real. Yeah.
3: I don't know if I want a at... snowmobile though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah,
2: dude. Definitely hitting up. What is it called? Reds. Yeah, Reds eats. Getting some lobster rolls. Yeah.
0: I had a list of like places
2: for you guys to visit.
0: Yeah. Um. Shoot. So, oh yeah, where to go? Old Orchard Beach in maine that's like the most popular beach it's like a sandy beach so it's not like all rocky Mm -hmm. (laughs) and that's where like all the babes are and like the bodybuilders there's a like a big pier with like restaurants on it Mm. there's a little carnival with a ferris wheel yeah that's like the most popular like a
3: coney island yeah
0: Yeah. (laughs) yep old orchard beach i love that place there's a lot of harbors y'all y'all can go to there's portland harbor booth bay harbor and bar harbor Super pretty. You guys can go like whale watching there. I go whale watching oh, a lot. Hmm. Yeah, That's um, sad. it's like twenty bucks to hop on like a a boat, and it'll bring you around all around the harbor to different islands and stuff. Nice um, islands. I like to go to. I like to go to Final Haven. I go there a lot. I think it has. Well, the guy told me that I know a guy lives there. He said during the summertime they have eight hundred people living on the island, but during the winter they have four hundred. Huh. So we have, like, snowbirds that, like, go back to Arizona or uh, Florida. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. But there's, like, 400 people that actually, like, live there, live there. They all work in, like, the fisheries, mostly. Mm-hmm. Uh, or lobstermen. Um, Yeah, it's called Vinyl Haven. There's North Haven. I go to Islesboro a lot, another really pretty island. There's, like, so many, like, I don't know, just ships all around the island and uh, lobstermen. I go to Agunquit. It's another, like, town on the coast I would go to. A mm-hmm. gun Agunquit? Agunquit is that it's native Hel- american yeah yeah it is um o-g-u-n-q-u-i-t oh, good, I good quit. it's it's like if you google it it's actually like a big tourist attraction a lot of people like <laughs> to go there cool. and there's like lobster houses there too yeah so you can like buy lobster right off the coast
3: Maine is just it just sounds like beautiful scenery good food yeah, that's all. <laughs> Beautiful scenery and good food. That's all you need, I feel like <laughs> we always talk about food every episode. Dog. And, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. so, yeah.
0: I went. I went like two summers ago to Maine, and it was July, and it was like in the 60s on the coast, and it was like cloudy. I loved it. It was like the <laughs> best weather. We were at the beach too, like swimming. Yep. To like a lot of people, it's, that's cold, but I loved it. Mm. So nice. That's a jam. Yeah. Nice. 60, but like humid. So like you're not like sweating. You're just like. Chill. <laughs> <laughs> Sick.
2: Okay, I'm gonna go there this year then.
0: Other fun facts that <laughs> I forgot. <laughs> oh yeah, a lot of people's last names in Maine are French, because like the French Canadian influence there. So like we're right on the board of Quebec, mm-hmm. Montreal, and uh, New Brunswick. So everyone's last names there are like Boudreaux, uh, Bobby Boucher. Like Boucher is really popular. <laughs> Boucher, LaFrance, La Chance, La Verdier um stephen king's books have a lot of like a lot of the characters like huh. last name or french huh. just because like that's the
3: culture there dude this has been so dope i've loved it yeah that this, this is, awesome. is like one of our goals for the podcast just to have people from different places to share stories that only people from those places know so this has been perfect dude yeah i'm glad you enjoyed it so i learned no pills in my eyes <laughs> And learn more than one song if you're gonna live on an island with one other person. You're gonna learn piano. Yeah. uh, I learned to be one of the last snowmobilers. (laughs) I learned all the dope places to go in Maine.
0: So
2: (laughs) that's what I'm taking away from this.
0: If you're gonna be on train tracks,
3: be fast. Faster than your friend. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Or not. Wait, no, yeah, definitely be faster. Never mind. (laughs) (laughs) What am I talking about? (laughs) You're right. Though, triggering. Even if you Dog were fast, yeah. what
0: well, if the train was still faster than you, and you were fast? I'm hmm.
3: just saying. Yeah, I yeah. was saying like if if one of them wasn't fast, and we might not have had Steve all. This, yeah. Okay. Mm. Okay. Yeah. But we we needed that little boy to die. <laughs> Need tragedy for art. <laughs> okay, I'm cutting that part. Uh, <laughs> Ethan, thank you for coming through. Thank you for sharing with us and telling us stories. For sure, bro. That was fun. Yeah. Yeah. No, that was way fun. Anything else? You got anything else for the people out there?
0: Whoopie pies are like a big dessert. <laughs> in Maine, they're like they're like cake sandwiches and it's like uh cream in the middle and that's like a big thing in Maine. Moxie and whoopie pies. Whoopie pies. That will be your sign
3: off. Moxie and whoopie pies. Moxie and whoopie pies. Mm. Moxie and whoopie
0: pies. <laughs>
3: <laughs> awesome. Well, thanks my guy. Uh, uh, yeah. Everyone out there, bye, love you, be safe.
2: Trust your gut, watch your back. Be careful out
3: there. Ya. Yeah. Nice.
2: submit them to our website, the3ampodcast.com. We love any audio or visual aids that can help bring your stories to life. So file uploads are welcome with your written submissions.
1: We're anxious and excited to hear from you.
0: Do not go any
1: further. Turn around, go home. Hello, this is Dr. Grande, the host
2: of True Crime, Psychology, and Personality. On my podcast, I explore and explain the pathology behind some of the most horrendous crimes and those who commit them. We discuss topics like narcissism, psychopathy, sociopathy, and antisocial personality disorder